Log Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode, A Time for Prayer. And this, uh, this episode is pretty near and dear to my heart, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But first, I'd like to read the promotional material just to lay that foundation. God expects us to communicate with him through prayer. There is power in prayer. God is always ready to help, provide, and get us through any situation we encounter. We can depend on him. He has inclined his ears to hear us and to answer our prayers. God is always on time and according to his will answers prayer. The outcome will glorify him. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 6 through 18, and this is the New King, New King James Version. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. No matter the circumstances, be encouraged to keep trusting in our Heavenly Father. His love, mercy, and grace allow his blessings to flow abundantly. Well, I'm on a prayer circle every Sunday evening from about 6 p.m. to maybe 7.30 or maybe even 8 o'clock. It just depends on how the spirit moves. And this is through my home congregation. Uh, The prayer circle was started during the coronavirus pandemic in 2020 when everybody was sort of shut in and shut down and we weren't meeting in in person. So we started this prayer circle via Zoom. And uh, it, it has grown. It hasn't necessarily grown in numbers, but I think it's grown in fervency. I said, we just get on this, this, this call, this Zoom call, and just pray our hearts out. And it is so refreshing to pray collectively and in agreement with other saints for just about anything we can think of. So we pray for our sick and shut-in, and sometimes people will submit a person's name. It could be a neighbor or a coworker who has, um, was in a car accident or whatever. So it's just not just congregational members. We, our prayer circle reaches into the community. It reaches all over, actually. It's not even just in the state of Washington. It just reaches all over. So we pray for those who are, have been stricken with illness and are um, – convalescing or recovering from some sort of uh, catastrophic accident or whatever. And then we pray for our church leaders, our leadership, our pastor and his family, our congregational members and attendees, the church staff, our youth, all of our ministries, including our missionary churches in Brazil and Malawi. And that's just to name a few things that are on our list. We also pray for our nation and the global persecuted church and our military personnel and their families. And 
I've learned to depend on prayer in a way that didn't really exist for me in my walk with Christ before. That hour or two on Sunday evenings, is, it could be so emotionally draining and yet invigorating at the same time. So I want to just share with you a few scriptures, and then I want to do something that I hope that uh, is encouraging to you and uh, you'll find delightful in many ways. So the first scripture I want to offer is in 1 John. That's 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, and all of these verses are the New King James Version. So 1 John 5, 14, and actually I'm going to read 15 too, says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And then verse 15 says, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And then in Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12, we're very familiar with 11, but 12 is really the focal point here. But I'm going to read 11 also. So Jeremiah 29, 11, verses 11 and 12. For I know the thoughts I have, I think, towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12 says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And then in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, I love this passage, and I have been quoting this uh, just, gosh, for the past couple of years probably, uh, just trying to make heads or tails which about, you know, heads or tails about everything that's going on globally, not just in the United States, but globally. And Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And then in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So not only should we be praying for ourselves and uh, but also for the Lord's people. And then James chapter 5, verses 13 through 14, it reads, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. And verse 14 says, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. <clears throat> So what I thought I'd do today is read you a few scriptures, and, uh, and I've done that, and then also read you a few prayers. And I have these nice little books. They're small, five-by-eight-sized books, and uh, the publishing company is Publications International. I want to give credit where it's due, and the contributing writers to these prayers are three people, Nancy Parker Brummett, and then Lane Amon, and then Marie D. Jones. So and within each of these books, there are different types of prayers. Now, I'm not necessarily one for prescribed prayer. I believe in letting your heart just flow and the words flow from your mouth as the Spirit prompts you. But I thought I'd offer a few prayers just on behalf of the fact that we're talking about a time for prayer. We just read a few scriptures. So the first type of prayer that I want to offer you is prayer of faith. And this is what it says. Lord, my Lord, please strengthen my faith so that nothing will disturb the calm waters in my heart. 
Make me a rock that does not move, no matter how hard the waves crash up against it. During stormy days in my life, strengthen my faith so I will refuse to give up. Build my faith into a foundation that cannot be shaken so that I can be a rock to someone else today. In Jesus' name, amen. The next one I want to read to you is a prayer of peace. Lord, so often my mind knows a situation will work out for good, but my heart is full of fear. Or my heart believes, but my mind races through the night with all the what-ifs and shoulds that so often direct my steps. I need your peace, Lord, in both my heart and my mind. May your peace be pervasive in me so that my first response to any situation will come from a place of peace, not a place of panic. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. And one of the passages that's listed after this prayer is Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, and it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let's just take a listen to uh, a prayer of hope. My Lord, how I thank you for walking with me through seasons of grief. When I was suffering under the burden of loss, I felt you close to me, and I know you carried me when I wasn't able to take another step. Having experienced grief with you, I can't imagine, I can't even begin to imagine how unbearable it would be without you, Lord. Because of you, I can grieve knowing I will be reunited with the ones who are no longer here with me. Because of you, I have hope for a joyful life ahead, a life with no more tears. Lord, today I ask you to be with those who are grieving without this hope in their hearts. Come alongside them, Lord, and draw them close to you so that their hearts may be comforted and their souls strengthened by the glorious hope you offer in Jesus' name, amen. And here's a prayer of forgiveness. I know forgiveness sometimes is hard for us to do, uh, and then also sometimes it's hard for us to fathom that we've been forgiven. But here's a prayer that might help sometimes that dialogue that goes on in our head. Heavenly Father, there is so much hatred in this world. It's on the front page of every newspaper and the lead story of the nightly news. We all are obsessed about getting what's due to us and about punishing those who have taken what we think belongs to us. But the only way to peace is through forgiveness. Please teach us that hurting each other is not the solution. Instead, help us all feel your mercy and pass it on to those we encounter each day. In Jesus' name, amen. And here's a comfort prayer, a prayer of comfort if and praise if you feel like there's just some sort of anxiousness going on or that you need that comfort. Lord, my lips praise your name. I rejoice in your power. I hold you above all others, for I know that you can cure all ailments, comfort all hurts, remove all sins, and conquer all enemies. You are the source of all that is powerful and right, and all good flows from you alone. You are my redeemer, my savior, my protector, and my solace for now and evermore. Hosanna in the highest. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Here's a prayer of compassion. So if we're lacking in compassion, listen to this one. Lord, it amazes me to see how your compassion falls generously and equally on those who believe in you and honor you and honor you and on those who do not. How narrow-minded it is of us to think that your blessings are only for those who have surrendered their lives to you. Thank you for your compassion that includes us all, Lord. The life-giving rain, the heartwarming sunshine, and all the many blessings are so generously distributed, and we thank and praise you for that compassion. In Jesus' name, amen. And here's a prayer of gratitude. Almighty God, while I often think, Thank you for your provisions and your intervention. I'm afraid I don't thank you enough for all the unseen ways you work in my life. Was there a temptation that you led me away from this week? Did you steer me in a different direction so I would avoid the traffic accident I heard about on the old, on the evening news? Did you help me make a smarter choice in some area of my life? In this moment, I want to thank you for the many blessings that may have come my way that only you know. And I always will continue to thank you as long as I live. In Jesus' name, amen. And then we have a prayer of blessings. Gosh, his blessings flow abundantly. Heavenly Father, today I ask you to bestow your special blessing on the elderly, especially those who are in assisted living facilities or nursing homes. You know how hard it has been for them to give up the active lives they loved. You know the grief that loss, you know the grief over losses and the fears that constantly fill their minds, and you know well the health problems with which so many of them are afflicted. Today, Lord, please bless them with a memory that brings a smile, a new sense of purpose, or an unexpected visit from a loved one. Send caretakers, caretakers with the time to linger with them to see how they are truly feeling, and bless them with a deep peace that comes from knowing that they are right where they belong in your loving hands. In Jesus' name, I pray. I just have a couple more that I want to share with you, and here's a prayer of love. Jesus, when I wonder how best to teach others about you, the same answer comes to me. All I have to do is love them. Love is your first and best gift to us. To show others your true nature, I only have to love them the way you would, selflessly and generously. Just as Mary poured out the precious oil over your feet, I need to pour my love over those in my life. Then they will be able to experience firsthand the generosity of Christ. Thank you for loving me and in doing so teaching me how to love others in Jesus' name. And then lastly, here's a prayer of grace. Heavenly Father, the joyfulness I feel inside I owe to you, for it reminds me that I am loved and cared for no matter how many mistakes I make today or what I do wrong. I'm your child and will forever look up to you for guidance and direction, and I have faith that you will continue to show your everlasting love for me by providing me with just what I need when I need it. Faith in your grace. And I hope, and I hope you have faith in me to always try to do my best, knowing that even if I fall short now and then, you will love me anyway. In Jesus' name, I pray. 
Well, there you have it. We've heard a prayer of faith, peace, hope, forgiveness, comfort, compassion, gratitude, blessings, love, and grace. And in conclusion, let's pray without ceasing. Prayer is a stance of humility, acknowledging that we need our Heavenly Father. We have access to God the Father anytime, anywhere, and for any reason. We don't have to wait in line or pull a number. He's ready to hear from us and to answer our prayers. We can offer prayers of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And when led by the Holy Spirit, prayers of intercession will occur on behalf of others. And with that, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.